This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Talkback time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150 811. Yeah, 0800 150 811 and uh, we can uh, give you perhaps a grill. That would be fantastic for summer. Um, I invite you to call on anything really, but if you want to talk about uh, anything that uh, you saw come out of that uh, T20 Cricket World Cup, I'm very happy to talk about it. The New Zealand side, the New Zealand performance, uh, what you think we need to do going forward, where do we get it wrong. I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts uh, on that, as well as uh, the reaction too uh, to the uh, Women's Rugby World Cup win by the Black Ferns. How fantastic was that? Uh, Graham actually has come in and said, Smithy, you've only been back two minutes and you got it wrong. Thanks very much. Uh, Graham, for uh, reminding me of that. Uh, you say Glenn Moore was not sacked. He stood down for the betterment of the team. Right decision as it turned out, but personally I think he was thrown under the bus. Do you really think he would have survived, Graham? you think that he would have survived? Do you think that they wouldn't have made a change uh, in the climate that they were in with the hand that they were dealt? Um, <clears throat> I think you'll probably find that um, Glenn Moore would have wanted to stay on doing the job, um, but he didn't do it. And we know uh, as a result of that. But thanks, Graham. Uh, Graham from Marlborough, formerly from Northland. Thanks very much for your text there. Nice welcome back. All uh, right, let's get into this. Uh, Zaid. G'day, Zaid. How are you this morning? Yeah, good. Good thanks. Welcome back to um, to New Zealand. Um, I'm sure you'll be happy to be back in your uh, home in Hawke's Bay. Um, I, am. I am. But yeah, a few a few things I want to um, talk about. Actually, with cricket, it kind of relates to the World Cup, but kind of doesn't. Um, Martin Guptill, do you think he's being shafted um, now, not being picked on the Indian team uh, to play, and uh, being picked on the New Zealand team? Sorry to play India. Um, he was picked in the World Cup. And I think he didn't play the whole World Cup. And then my other thing, which is kind of relating to that, is Kane Williamson, do you think he should still play T20s for New Zealand as his strike rate is really low and Sunrise is Hyderabad? Just um, term, I did not re-sign him, uh, did not retain him yesterday. So I'm just wondering what you're thinking about those kind of two um, cricketing subjects. Obviously, we're playing India tomorrow night, so it's a pretty good round for the Black Caps as well. Um, I know it's a bit of an understrength Indian team, so we should hopefully beat them. Right, look, say, uh, yeah. okay, let's uh, address the Martin Guptill thing first of all. Uh, Martin Guptill wasn't in the best of form uh, going into this, but um, if they were, the, the thing that struck me as unusual about that, Zay, was that they, they basically told the world that they weren't going to use him. Uh, that was after picking him, and it was very uh, quickly after picking him as that, uh, at that as well, that they were, were not going to play him in the tournament. 
Um, I think that the way it, um, it uh, really turned out in the end, we could have used him. We could have used him in a role in the top three, um, providing that he was prepared to hit with a licence um, on the you know the basis that you know it's going to be one of his last World Cups, etc. And just giving them the licence to go out and say, look, if you get out, so be it. Um, but what happened when it's when we lost the wicket? Uh, Kane Williamson came out, and Kane Williamson spent his whole life since about the age of seven or eight. Uh, trying not to get out uh, and he's been outstanding in, in cricket across the age group levels right through into his international level here we are talking about Kane Williamson in a sort of a slightly derogative way uh, but he is without doubt and will be our greatest batsman ever when he when he finally finishes his numbers will reflect that um, and uh, he, he will be I mean he'll surpass the lot uh, so very proud to say that but right at this very point in time he's not playing T20 cricket the right way uh, he is not aggressive enough when it comes out and he takes the heat off opposition captains and opposition bowlers. Uh, you know, when you're scoring 40 off 40 and you're scoring uh, 46 off 41, um, effectively on two of those innings, one was against um, England and one was against, um, I think also against Pakistan, you, you're looking at him facing, uh, what, 86 deliveries um, and, and scoring basically a run of ball. Now, opposition captains and opposition bowlers don't want him to get out. They really don't want him to get out because he's not going to hurt you. Uh, you know, if he's only going to score a run a ball, that's fine in T20 cricket. Uh, so Kane Williamson has to look at that. He's a good enough player to adjust that. He has been quite an aggressive T20 player in the past. But at the moment, that is not what we need in the top three of our T20 side. I noticed that well, when they've picked this side to play against a depleted Indian side, very depleted Indian side, um, that um, they've kept pretty much the status quo from the, the World Cup. Martin Gupta was not a factor in either of those games, which are either of those forms, which is a great shame. He deserves uh, a little bit better than that, but it doesn't look to me uh, Zaid as if he's going to get it. So, hey, thanks for your call, mate. I, I really appreciate that. I hope that's cleared those two matters up for me. Uh, Kane Williamson has to make an adjustment. Uh, Cliff, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Smitty. Nice to have you back. No, Ricardo did a great job. He's a he's a professional yep. too. Um, he sure is. Yeah, just yeah. He knows his football. He knows a bit of everything, and that's that's what you need when you're behind the mic, like yourself. Um, yeah, just just talking about Kane. I, I think him instead needed to sort out uh, how the game was going to run. Whether if he was going to come in in the first three or four overs. He really needed to drop down the order and they'd send another hitter in. And I think they missed that quite often. And it really showed Kane's ability. He, look, he's a class player. And look, he's a test in 50 overs, man. But 2020 cricket, it's it's really... It, he, he would be really struggling to try and change his game to manufacture. And the manufacturing shots is not him. He's not like Baz McCullum and, and even Guppy. But... But, yeah, to me, they, they, they missed a trick there. They should have dropped them down the order to four, brought up either Mitchell or, or um, Phillips to, to come to three, just to keep the game moving on at a better clip. I feel for Gup. I, I, yeah, 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 I do. Uh, yeah, just before you get to Gup, I am in total agreement with you, Cliff. Uh, one of the things about batting power plays is that they are an advantage to a batsman who is prepared to hit in the air over the top and hit the ball hard. And that is what Phillips um, deserves to do. Phillips is dynamic. He has to bat at three. 
Um, you know, the old adage, even the late Martin Crow used to say, your best players, your most dangerous players, quite obviously has to f- have to be able to face the most deliveries. Uh, and that is Phillips. He's our best T20 player, um, you know, when it comes to non-openers. So he ha- you're dead right. He has to come up to number three and, and get used to playing in that role. And the Guptill thing, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all ears. Now, you know, Guptill to me, 2020, he's, he's a bit of the same position. He's not really aggressive enough in that opening power play, the, the first six overs. He does build an innings, and, and in the second part of his innings, he can go at well over the 100, 150 even. But to, to me, he was never going to be an opener in that side if they were, wanted Finn Allen. He couldn't bat at the other end because they used the keeper, uh, Conway, which meant that they could have more all-rounders and play you know, it further down to play the keeper up the top. To me, Guppers deserves to be in the 50-over team at the moment still. He, he really has to be in that side, even if he's only in the squad, even if he doesn't play every game. But to, to not play him in the 50-over team just seems really, really odd that they, they're letting him go on that. And, and I think Stead has to answer that question. How does a guy who's been the premier player in 50-over cricket for New Zealand, he's been better than anyone else in stats. And over the years, he suddenly gets dropped out of both both teams on the fact that he was supposedly out of form going into the 2020 World Cup. Suddenly he's not even a 50-over player. And I reckon that Stead needs to answer that question. Why has he been dropped out of that? Is he going to be able to fight his way back into the team? It's going to be difficult. You know, it, I can't see him getting back in this, this season. It just doesn't work for him if they're looking at guys like Phillips and carrying, um, oh, sorry, the, the other guys in the middle order to cover. I mean, if, if Finn Allen got injured, they'd, they'd call him up and say, well, you've got to come back and open. Or uh, if Conway doesn't open. But see, Conway could still bat down in the 50 over. I like, I don't mind the batting of the, opening the batting in the 50. But then Kane gets more time batting at three. To me, Kane could even open the batting in the 50. You know, like you say, Sachin Tendulkar used to came up and open the batting with Ganguly in the in the fifty over game because he knew he wanted to make the runs. He knew he was the best player. He needed to face the music and bat the fifty overs if he could. So the big question is, I think that the New Zealand cricket needs a real freshen up. They need a, a different coach over uh, with the twenty twenty. They need to get the test players out of that side and and have a proper twenty twenty team. If Stead wants to carry on, he puts his hand up for the 50 overs. But at the moment, I, I only see him running the test side. And if someone like Danny Vittori or or Flem or someone like that came and said that they wanted to take over any of these teams, I'd be throwing the, the job to them. I think everything's a bit stale. We're still, we're still running on that test championship that we won a couple of years ago. Uh, and we're hanging on to that. I think we're, you know, there's a lot of guys that are due to fall out of this team, like the Wags, Saudi, you know, our, our premier bowling attack is going to be pretty thin going ahead soon. So things need to change. You're right, Cliff. I oh, thank you very much for your call. Some wonderful observations there. 
Uh, I think you're spot on. Uh, spot on in a lot of them as well. And uh, I, for one, and I imagine New Zealand cricket are too, uh, there was too, obviously too quick between the World Cup and the series against India to make any big changes. But surely within their ranks, they must be thinking about their strategies and their structure going forward. The next T20 World Cup is not that far away. We'll talk about that actually with uh, Corey Anderson after 11 o'clock this morning. Dax from Christchurch. Good morning to you, Dax. Morning, Ian. Hope you're well. Um, just being in Australia, I'm just curious to get your observations. I believe that um, the test captain's skipping the IPL this year to concentrate around the Ashes. So I'm just wondering, what, after being over there and meeting ex-colleagues and people in the media and hanging out there, do, was it a big deal for them getting knocked out in the tw- T20? I know that they would have liked to win. And, and how did, how, did you get an idea of what the tier is of importance for Australia in cricket. I'm guessing that Test cricket is still a long way ahead. There's concern uh, amongst uh, the people I work with, Dax, um, and they, they think they still really haven't got over the fallout over the demise or the removal, and it was a removal. Uh, Graham from Marlborough, if you're formerly from Northland, um, Justin Langer, even though um, uh, it would appear from the outside as if he stood down, he was effectively sacked as well. That's what happens. Um, so, uh, Dax, uh, they haven't, uh, they're saying, Michael Clark, Shane Watson, uh, the people I work with there, Adam Gilchrist, say they still not have got over the fallout over Justin Langer because it split the ranks um, within the team and it split the ranks within the administration as well. Uh, so they're, they're looking to, to get this. Now, the new guy, Andrew McDonald, is uh, a, a pretty cool guy. He's a pretty relaxed sort of a guy. But so far, um, of course, it, it hasn't worked out that well for him. He's uh, under pressure um, all of a sudden to come up with um, a decent side. Um, a new captain, Finch, is gone. That was the fallout as well. Of course, uh, Aaron Finch has finished with 50-over cricket. He's finished with T20 cricket. So they have to find um, a new leader, and they've gone for Pat Cummins. Um, in terms of a 50-over cricket. So a uh, handful for Pat Cummins, a immensely respected guy over there. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that they're in a bit of a mess. They haven't quite got their, their, their team sorted out. They're quite similar to us in that they had a player by the name of Steve Smith, remember him, one of the great players of modern-day cricket, in their ranks as well, um, like Martin Guptill. They, they never used him. They chose to have him in the squad as a powerful force within the squad, but not on the field of play. And he only got one go, and that was because of injury right at the end. Uh, so th- the feeling there, Dax, the overall feeling is that they're pretty worried. Uh, it's quite a defining summer for them. They've got a test series against the West Indies, which they should dominate. They've got a t- test series against South Africa, which they won't dominate because South Africa are very good. So it's a really interesting summer of cricket that uh, you'll see unfold very shortly. But uh, they're not happy. You lose a World Cup, you get knocked out of a World Cup and don't even make the playoffs in your own country. It's embarrassing particularly if you're a cricket force like Australia, and that's the way most of them felt. That is uh, 9.46 here. Thanks very much for your calls. Uh, We'll be back here very shortly uh, with some more stuff as we head up to the 10 o'clock news. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.